and you want to create the problem. Why? Because it leads to better argumentation. It allows you to feather out better series of of options. It builds a better playbook. We look at more diverse decision arcs. It allows us to disentangle emotion and logic and how those are driving, how a decision is being made, both short-term and long-term. Perhaps most importantly, it allows us to evaluate the individual contributors in your decision-making process for what they bring to the table and how they think, react, and perceive, both on the current problem as well as their ability to contribute in the future to a new set of problems. Perhaps they will and perhaps they won't. This is essential to your success. This is a good fight. You want this. Sometimes it plays out overtly. Sometimes it's played out passive-aggressively. Sometimes it is quite subtle. And regardless of the form or the way in which this fight plays out, it will have a profound impact on your decision-making. It will have a profound impact on the performance, both short-term and long-term, of your company. See if this sounds familiar. You have individuals who are pedantic about creating regular rhythms to your decision-making. It needs to be predictable. There needs to be a cadence. There needs to be a common language, common measurables. They are focused on operational efficiency. Love it. You've got to have that. You also have those who focus on long-term strategy, the vision over a longer period of time. They're looking for innovation, creativity, the new ideas, the new concepts. They also are able to identify risks that might be lurking that are outside the normal patterns that we don't see with routinized processes. Again, essential to your organization. Reality one, you need them both. Reality two, they will fight for influence in your decision-making process. Look for it. Why? Why would they fight for it? Because it controls resources, capital, investment, ego, identity, long-term success. The antidote to the realities here is that, that you must curate friction from within very carefully. This is a healthy process. You want it not to shrink away from friction because you see that oftentimes that people want to solve the problem, which is to solve the friction. You want in this instance to create friction. You want to create the problem. Why? Because it leads to better argumentation. It allows you to feather out better series of, of options. It builds a better playbook. We look at more diverse decision arcs. It allows us to disentangle emotion and logic and how those are driving how a decision is being made, both short-term and long-term. Perhaps most importantly, it allows us to evaluate the individual contributors in your decision-making process for what they bring to the table and how they think, react, and perceive, both on the current problem as well as their ability to contribute in the future to a new set of problems. Perhaps they will and perhaps they won't. This is essential to your success. Here's the ahas or three things to think about and to provoke how this affects your organization. The first thing is intentionally observe and curate the process. Make a point to do that. Secondly is to manage the blend. This is like managing a fuel blend to get, the, get it just right. You want to be able to play both of these sides against each other and with each other to create both the, uh, the greatest success, the greatest blend of these two decision-making styles that otherwise will fight with each other. The final thing, the final note here is that this can actually be measured. You can correlate operational efficiency, regular decision-making processes, the success or the failure associated with that against month over month and quarter over quarter financial performance. We can measure operational efficiency by that performance and whether or not it's succeeding or we need to continuously work on refining the blend. 
for the longer term, for the irregular thinkers, the irregular decision-making that is focused on innovation, creativity, the future roadmap for our products, for our services, that are thinking about competitive strategy, that are thinking about market share, and who are thinking about risk mitigation over a long arc, this can be measured against long-term enterprise value creation. We can actually quantitatively look at the way that contribution is coming to the table and assess whether or not it is beneficial. Three notes for you. Take a look and observe. That's all for now. I look forward to talking to you soon.